To episode eight of Dialing It Back. Episode eight. I still, I still, I'm still throwing off a little bit every time we're on episode behind <laughs> of what my mind is telling me we are. It is currently twelve minutes to f- oof, just three. Yes. Twelve minutes to three. Twenty-first of March. Sup. How's it? It is a Thursday. Ah. Uh-huh. Dude, wait. Are we gonna record tomorrow again? No. Next week. Okay, so we've we've just lost the week. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wait, it's Thursday. I thought, I thought it was Wednesday. Yikes, dude, I've lost a day. Oh, oh, we're doing what? <laughs> I do this every now and then. I don't know if you have that. Every now and then when you bugger up your sleep schedule, you like lose a day. Because mm-hmm. like last night, I slept, I think, two and a half hours. Well, oh, oh. And in my mind, through doing that, I lose a day. Because the previous day, I slept 12 hours. Do you ever do that? You sleep long and short and mm-hmm. you just bugger all the, all the brain thoughts up. <laughs> <laughs> the brain thoughts. Uh, so we, we open it up with... An up next artist, Tierra Whack. Yes. How much do you know about Tierra Whack? Uh, I know Mumbo Jumbo and Silly Sam. <laughs> but like, it's actually been good. Like, it feels weird to say I enjoy Mumbo Jumbo, which is what we listen to opening up. Because I'm normally very lyrically focused when I'm enjoying my music. I don't know. Where, where, where does your focus lie? If it's the first time I'm hearing a song, it's usually just the music. Is it? Yeah. I focus on the music more because usually... Some people don't listen to lyrics at all. They just want the vibe of the song. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit weird because I like it. I like, I know I like the song. I know I don't think about the music, but I know I like it if I'm like moving to it because I'm always moving. Um, someone was trying to convince me the other day that I'm very ADD. I'm not. I'm not gonna admit it, but <laughs> like if I'm if I'm moving to it and then I'm listening to the lyrics, then I know. But this song, I don't know. It's just it. Well, usually, it, if the music's generic, you, you're yeah, not gonna yeah, listen yeah. to the lyrics. Yeah, no, there's like, there's like a point of no return. Like, there's it's a not point even of worth. creativity in the music that you know is going to reflect in the lyrics. Yeah, 100%. But I, I, I quite enjoy this song, which is odd for me, considering there's no actual lyrical quantities. But yeah, when, when she recorded this song, she basically came back from the dentist, yeah. <laughs> heard the beat, and she was like, okay, just give, give it to me, give it to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> the swole mouth and everything. <laughs> oh, but that's... That's a really cool story for the song. Dude, for a second, I, for a second, I was like thinking like maybe I had swapped it up, swapped it up. Silly Sam is in fact the same artist. I, I, mm-hmm. in my mind, I was like, wait a minute, did I mess this one up already? <laughs> no. So it's real good though. Yeah, it is. So you you were telling me that you listened to Trent Reznor, Nine Inch Nails, Ooh. and the first <laughs> song you picked, I must say that was a bad song to start. It is, dude, but it, it was the number one song there. Like, um, after watching mm, name Captain Marvel. Uh huh. Um, I'd watched it twice, and you made the comment about the Nine Inch Nail shirt she was wearing. I, being me, just went along with it like, oh yeah, cool, no idea who Nine Inch Nails is. Went home, got on YouTube, YouTubed it, Nine Inch Nails, first song I pick, Closer. Oof. <laughs> Oof. It's, 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 it's odd, because the music is very different, it dabbles with some very odd religious themes, <laughs> The video is freaky. Oh Did you watch the video? Yes. <laughs> and the lyrics itself. I know, it's like, yeah. Animal. 
It's so aggressive uh, and grotesque. But that was, I'm pretty sure, one of the tracks off one of his darkest albums. Yeah. So yeah. I only listened to one song like the, one song of his, which was that. I don't know if I would have been able to bear any more, <laughs> but of, of, it's, I'm assuming that it gets better. Yes, a lot better. Yeah, so, because the mud <laughs> put the foot in the wrong end of the pool and I sunk a bit. So. <laughs> so me and my brother, on the weekend when I was at his house, we also watched The Social Network. Yes. Great movie. I must say, it's just like how we're watching Itania now. Yes. It's that entertaining. It's on just yeah. a level of constant entertainment. And I, I highly doubted Itania when I first saw the ad for it. I don't know why. Nothing piqued my interest, but then you convinced me within 30 seconds that, hey, you should watch this. We put it on, and actually, it was quite entertaining. We, we watched, like, what, 25 minutes of it, and it was real good. Mm-hmm. And it, the, the time really passed quickly. Which, like, that, that's that's the gauge. That's a general gauge. If time's passing fast, you know it's doing well. Mm-hmm. So, with with the social network, Trent also steps into um, movie soundtracks now and stuff. Yeah, you're telling me about this. And, honestly, that movie has one of his best, like, soundtracks. Okay. I'll play you a little bit. This one song's called In Motion. It's just... It sets a very good tone for the movie. Is it, is it very... Ambient focused music, or is it very? Oh, the thing with Nine Inch Nails, his whole thing was um, industrial sounding. Okay, music. yeah, you can actually see that with his look a bit. Mm-hmm. He almost looked like he was going for a steampunk kind of thing. Did you do you catch what I mean there? Was mm-hmm. with the goggles. when you hear that this is like eerie this feels like i want to say underground but not that underground you know mm-hmm. you know no not that like typical underground where everyone's like an edge lord yeah but like <laughs> i can like i could picture someone like diving through like you know you know in a movie scene when someone's like creeping through like almost a sewer type vibe where everything's like uh-huh. you're uh-huh. very like undercover you're not supposed to be there you're just doing your thing going incognito trying not to be picked up mm-hmm. and like that, going... that one scene in the circle uh yeah I yes dude well yes actually that the circle was horrific but <laughs> that particular scene i can actually i can agree with that yeah the one where they were like in that big yeah, like, almost the... what was it like a data center i think it used to be a, a little underground train thing yeah because that's what it comes that's what it is that's what i'm thinking about like underground like not abandoned, but like those parts of um, train ways. What are they called? The, the the substations where they're like the parts that aren't used, the parts that like the maintenance routes. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Mom. Mom. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Get out of here, please. <laughs> okay. This is play though. <laughs> it feels like it. So if you don't know what just happened, my mom walks in. Mother. Like two thick sticks of red licorice. Yeah, dude. It's pretty it looks good. like Play-Doh, but it tastes pretty sweet, dude. Mm-hmm. Tastes a little like Play-Doh, but 
I'm not like on the outside. I can taste that, but like once you get you start chewing it, it gets real good. Mm. Mm. Oh, just this smacking sounds and I know, dude. I'm gonna You're, put this down because we're gonna start ASMR channel here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm gonna have to cut all these sounds out. Oh yeah, big time. But I've been holding off on one of my favorite things. <clears throat> I got a juice box, <laughs> and I, I I was tempted to open it yesterday while I was watching Itania, mm-hmm. but then I thought I have something extra to enjoy during the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> mm mm, hundred percent pure orange juice, kind of trash, kind of trash. Mm-hmm. Tastes good. Okay, it gets better juice. with more sips. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, natural. It might be the licorice. Yeah. I think Usually so. Usually when you have something sweet, yeah. it dulls the sweetness of the other stuff. Yeah. Dude, um, having been last night and yesterday at Mason's house, uh-huh. he had what he, he had convinced us that he had a three liter bottle of juice concentrate. It was not concentrate. This, this man has been diluting fruit juice blend like one to ten as if it's concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> so... We, we, we absolutely smashed through. He had, he had a little bit left of another. So I'd say we had about four liters worth of this juice that we smashed through last night. This man has been diluting his juice one to ten. Can you imagine taking this? Take this now. Dilute it one to ten. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're basically drinking what I imagine like fruits infused water. Exactly. Like. Dude, I've, I, I don't know about you, but you ever have those situations where you're at someone's house and they give you what's effectively like piss flavored water because they've taken some concert have you ever had that i can't stand it when people do this though you'll go there and they'll offer this thing to you and this is just it's like when you hardly flavored you put water in your in your bottle yeah but you didn't rinse it out before oh that's a's dude <laughs> so it just has the other flavors of past juices dude. but then people are into that How? people like choose to enjoy that and i'm like bruh like the only time i ever drink like that is if like, if, if you're having the juice for sustenance purposes, I can understand. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're doing a fast or something, I completely get that. It doesn't taste good, but it serves a purpose. So I get stuff like that, but I, I can't understand how you'd be enjoying this. Like, it's hard to enjoy. I feel like concentrates are weird. Because you need to hit a sweet spot. Too mm-hmm. weak and it's like, hardly flavored and too much and it's just, it's just gross. It's, it's unbearable. It's like, it burns your throat. You know, when you have those mm. concentrates, those mm. are terrible. It sits at the bottom like a thick boy. Yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> I remember one day when I was quite small, my dad was like, yo, get us some juice. I walk down the kitchen, pick up the concentrate. Hey, this is juice. Pour us two glasses full. <laughs> my dad takes a big slug. Ooh. <laughs> you got to dilute this, my man. to his chest. <laughs> uh, That's pretty good. How old were you? I was young, probably like six or seven. So like, that's not that. It's okay, but like you should know by then. No, 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 no. Listen here, my parents had always been making my juice for me. I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, I was privileged. <laughs> so, uh, over the month, our, our guy Steve Lacey, yeah, did a collab with Vampire Weekend, and honestly, what made me really like the song is the music video. Yeah, I haven't seen it, so... It's pretty good. It's directed by Jonah Hill. Another plus. But it's kind of weird. I don't get how it relates to the song exactly. Okay. I'll show it to you afterwards. Oh, is this kind of like a... What's that Jid song? Where the music video has uh, no correlation? 
I watched that again last night and I was still confused. <laughs> so let me play you Sunflower. That's the name of the song. The third Sunflower, by the way. <laughs> Let's talk about that later. <laughs> Talented with the guitar. songs does that make now that are named Sunflower? I'm counting three well-known ones because the first one for me was the Rex one, mm-hmm. which I, I love dearly. Then there was the Post Malone one, which I thought was... It's okay. It's, it's pretty okay. Good. It's pretty good. It's catchy, but I don't I don't know how much... They, they made it in like 15 minutes. Yeah. I, like. I don't know. I don't know how much depth it has to it. So yeah. it's catchy, but it kind of sits there. This one is actually like really good. I definitely rated higher than... Post Malone. Malone one. I don't know if I like it as much as Rex's because Rex's yeah, like no. really sits in me. I, I it's really thoroughly good. enjoy that one. But yeah, I'm I always get disappointed. You ever, you ever, it happens a lot for me at parties where someone's like, you play Sunflower and I'm like, hey, <laughs> dude, you're a genius. And then they start playing Post Malone and I'm like, oh, that's disappointing. Oh, thanks. And I fall for it every single time. What was I thinking about now? Cheese. I hate when this happens. Yeah. Oh, I also hate when you know, you think about things yeah. differently during the week. Like, oh, this would be great to talk about during the podcast. Yes, dude. You have an off-air re- resolu- revolution. Dude, you have the, you hit the epiphany moment and it disappears. Like, you have it. You're like, oh, this is... You want. You need to record it then because you can't yeah. capture it anymore. <sighs> yeah, I know what you're feeling. Like, I have that sometimes with like... Do you ever have it when you take down lyrics or bars or whatever... And you reread it back and you're like, wait a minute, how did this sound? <laughs> I hate that. That tilts me so much because it's like, it's such a good one and then you've lost the flow of it. So I think a lot of these things, maybe we should start taking these things down. What things? The, the, these little epiphany moments, these swore brain I know you have been. I haven't. So every now and then I'll just text something to you. Yeah. <laughs> like um, with the bar thing, that's sounding right. A lot of J. Cole's bars do that for me. What bar thing sounding right? Like, I'll be listening to the song, and the bars flow, because it's J. Cole. Yeah. And then oh, I'm, tr- that I'm, thing, yeah. I'm trying to remember them, like, barely, by myself, off by heart. And then it just doesn't sound right, because, like, one word, and you're off. Yeah. The beat just, it's gone. But he's very fast, though. He's very slick with his words, and He's very so rhythmic. slick. Yeah. Like, you should listen to the one song, Friends. <clears throat> There's one part, I... I'll, I'll be there it? for you. <laughs> no, not that one. What... You carry on. Carry on about what? What do we have? Um, J. Cole. I have no idea what I'm talking about. You've thrown me in the deep Tell me. Like, we were listening to um, Off D's earlier. Yes. (laughs) Boy was kind of, kind of, top in Jid there. Yeah, but how how must that feel? You brought someone on as to like a, like a booster to your song, but then he's like almost, 
He's almost challenging you to your own song. Cause, and that definitely comes through. At the end, the last time they do the chorus, I don't know if this was planned. It very well could have been. But J. Cole comes in with Jid. And they both do the first bit. And then and then J. Cole backs off. But it, it, it was kind of there like a little bit of a clash. And it's, it's really good the way it blends together and makes this like flare moment right at the end of the song. Is this song. Okay, I remember the bar now. Yeah. It was pretty good. The way he strung it together. It was... <clears throat> But I'm aggravated without it. My saddest days are without it. My sadder days are the loudest. I'm blowing strong. Mm. Some niggas graduated from powder. I dabble later. I doubt it. My database of narcotics is growing long. Sure. That was pretty good. Mm. It's like stringing it together. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Have you continued to damage your throat with those? I hear, I hear them every now and then from you, but... <laughs> I don't know. I think I was just trying to project that, that much in that okay. week. And I was kind of sick. Okay, I messed it up, but now it doesn't. Dude, it's actually me. it's actually a miracle that I'm sounding half decent now. I almost wanted to message you this morning, like, no, this isn't gonna work, because I the the whole of last night and this morning, my voice was gruff as heck because uh, being at Mason's house, he's got a cat, and the allergies uh-huh. were acting up, and it was getting real bad. So I have no idea how it's all come together, but thank goodness for that. I don't understand how Mason is still alive. No. What does he do all day? I don't, well, I mean, I know. But like, <laughs> uh, oh, the, so look. the look, the eh? look, <laughs> yeah, no, he's been two weeks now without his, without anyone being in the house with him and he's got another week left of it. So mm. that's suck. Mm. Speaking of sunflowers, uh, there's this thing, I think we've done it before. Okay. Dirk and I were like playing the song simultaneously on our phones and we'd spread it across the room and we'd have like a surround sound thing going on. Oh, yeah. It's pretty good. I don't know if I've ever done that. I'm Have pretty we? sure we've done that. We've definitely we've done, done it with the earphones. The bus, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say we did it on the bus with the earphones. <laughs> Problems come in when I have the like Hong Kong versions <laughs> of songs. <laughs> but yeah, it's good. How are you guys doing that? Were you just like running around the room, getting into different angles with your? Yeah, that's nice. Did you set them up, or did you just chill there with it, with like holding them for a bit? We set them up. Okay, that's and nice. We'd be like, okay, next. What's next? Play next. What's next? Quick. <laughs> And oh, we um, besides the social network, we also watch Nightcrawler. Yeah, how's that? Two great movies. Nice. Like Nightcrawler has one of the best performances I've seen by Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. It's just the ca- like if his parents watched him, he'd be unrecognizable to them. I don't. It's just crazy. Give me a rundown. What is Nightcrawler? What's that all about? So the Nightcrawler, the movie, is this guy. I forget his name. His character's name. Yeah. But uh, basically, he tries to make money here and there. He kind of steals some things. Oh, nice, nice. Because he really wants to make money. He's like one of those guys that quote, quote EMS lessons to you. <laughs> okay. About business and just being a good person. Okay. But he uses those. He manipulates them kind of to get what he wants. Smart criminal. Yeah. So then... So then he he runs into the job of those people that rush off to film accident scenes and stuff and then sells them to news reporting stations. Hold on, hold on. Re-say that. So, like, if there was a a huge accident on, like, the N2. Yeah. Those people, they're privately owned. They'd rush off and film the stuff. And then they'd sell them to... Okay, so he was doing that. Mm -hmm. In my mind, he was, like, doing some... 
dodgy business where he was like taking the film from the people who were doing it. I don't know. My mind had connected completely different things. But yeah, so he gets that info, um, the footage, and he he finds out like this is a really good way to make money. Okay. He makes like thousands of rand a night from like decent clips. Yeah. So then the story just escalates from there, where he like he wants to be the best, and he starts trying hard. Okay, so this is now what he's committed to specifically this mm-hmm. thing. Okay. And like he goes with those EMS quotes twisted. <laughs> He just does some bad things. Sounds pretty legit. It's yeah. a good movie. It's really good. Hey, I mean, I was thinking about making some money, so. <laughs> <laughs> How does that work, man? You gotta like, are you just like always listening in? Yeah. Trying to work out where things are, sure. Like at one point he made enough money to buy himself like a Dodge Challenger. With <laughs> his little Corolla. <laughs> nice. That's legit. And hire an assistant. But bro. That's some it's big cr- brain it's stuff, right? It's creepy. Right? The stuff he does to get the footage later on in the movie. Oh. Yeah. Boy. I'm seeing the eyes. I don't know. I, don't, I'm, <laughs> I can't work out what what creepy he's gotten to. So. But one of the best performances, if I had to do that. Like, like usually in drama, they don't encourage us to do scenes from movies and stuff. They're just okay, on plays. Yeah. But some characters in plays, they're not written like this. Yeah. This interesting. What's What do you think about that? Um, I was thinking about something else that I've lost now. I quite like that thing we were watching earlier about um, the what was it called, with all the film people and the um, close up with the Hollywood Reporter. Yeah, I really like that one about the Joker because the Joker is by far one of my favorite characters. That the Heath Ledger Joker, mm. by far one of my favorite characters to have exi- like been created. And it's it's crazy to see how people, in the same way, you're being told not to do specific things like that. They were being told not to create the character in this way. People were, like, very upset with them. This is not how the character is or who, yeah, they how it like, should be. Didn't like the casting. Yeah. But I think it's pretty unanimous that no one has topped it as, mm. like, as like a performance, as a character. Like, getting into the character and feeling it and really being who they've been, they've been set up to play. Like, I, yeah. I really want to... I don't know when... <laughs> you reach a level like that or you yeah. know you've reached a level like that where you're you just dive into these roles and you absolutely like find the best character choices that you possibly could yeah just thinking about that I think I'm gonna adopt a new character just like be just become someone else for a while what do you think it'd be fun I can do that cause I was just like it's for drama class relax <laughs> <laughs> what's my excuse I don't have an excuse damn just an asshole. <laughs> no, how'd you know that was what I was going for? <laughs> no, dude, look at the look at this belt and the shorts. I'm doing the Ace Ventura, baby. So <laughs> start tucking it in. <laughs> what does he say? Somebody stop! No, completely different from <laughs> them and me. Uh, I love those films though. They were they were like I don't know. They're weird. The but one they're super where he funny. came out the rhino. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, I'm a, I love I love that scene where he's where he's um he's become a monk because of all. <laughs> Oh, oh dude, that the first was so one good. when he finds out the lady was actually a man. Oh, that was good. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, they were seeing into the future back then. That wasn't a real problem back then. Now, <laughs> you never know, dude. We had this conversation yesterday. How many people you date are by? I don't know. What if I'm dating someone that very well could be cheating on me with a chick? 
Think about that. Like you've you just doubled the chances or doubled the audience that could be <laughs> your comp- competition. Yeah, that's the one. Like I don't. <laughs> that's a scary thing to think about. But speaking of the crazy inside that character, Nightcrawler. Yeah. How hard Dirk and Michael must exercise. Because oh, no. I was there for two nights and I tried to keep up with him. Jeez. You <laughs> see, when, just when he was doing like resistance bands in the mirror, yeah. his face towards the end, it goes like... Oh, he just gets psycho. <laughs> he gets, it, it's scary. And then imagining Michael do that. Yeah. Oh, Michael, wait, this is Dirk now that's pulling this face. Yeah. yeah. So imagine Estheza... Dude, that's a scary face. <laughs> he's a ma- no, like he's a machine. He do- he doesn't know when to stop. Yeah. He will train till he vomits. I've done that. It's not great. <laughs> no, and he does this often. Like I've, I, I, never, I never understood that. Like I've always seen people, you know, do the whole workout thing and they throw up. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? I legit always thought people were just full of trash. And then I like got into lifting. Oh my. <laughs> dude, I don't know. Did you do much lifting there? They don't they don't actually do weightlifting, do they? Not they not do body weights. We just had the resistance bands. Yeah, dude. Kind if you, I feel like it's different when you're actually like lifting weights because you hit a break point where you just can't pull anymore, and it's the worst feeling because you're trying, and that that that's when it comes. That's when you're like, no, nope, your body's just <laughs> giving in, and then you can't. It's terrible. Oh, I've done that once. I've avoided hitting that point again. It's <laughs> terrible. Oh. But no, it gets to that point. The way it's tight, those bands, they're like yeah. thick boys. <laughs> thick boys, not like those. And they're pushing themselves to that level every day. Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. Yo, he was doing like, he was lying on his back in the news, folding up like a lawn chair <laughs> for abs. Oh, there's like reverse crunches. And then there was this one where you would plank, but then you like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen position. those, yeah, yeah. And you do that for like 40 seconds straight. Yikes. 20 second break. And you do that three times. Here's my question. I've seen gym people. Do they do the whole Chad thing when they start working out? Where they're like, they, I don't know if it, some people do it consciously, others sub, subconsciously. They're like, <laughs> start moving their shoulders. You know, yo, the shoulders oh, move. You start, oh. yo, dude, you start talking with the pecs. Yes. And they, <laughs> it's so good. They don't, they don't do that, do they? <laughs> At least I can speak for Dirk on that. I don't know. Uh, about dude, Dirk was doing it the other day. Like he didn't notice. He started talking with his pecs a little bit when he was walking and talking to Mister B. <laughs> oh, dude, I can't stand that. Mister B pointed out. And he was like, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> oh, that's good though. Oh, almost died a couple times too. I'm sure. Guys are mad. <laughs> oh, and he kept like this was pretty fun because the trail was nice. We went cycling. Yeah. Towards the beach. And then we'd always hit a patch of like soft sand. And then oh, my soft tire. Soft sand is AIDS. <laughs> and I like had to stop. There was one point where I had, there was a huge hill. The yeah. first day made it up. No no problem. Second day after lake day. <laughs> I had to walk up. The <laughs> oh, that's rough, dude. Cycling mm-hmm. is really weird mm-hmm. because sometimes when you're having to get off, it's the worst feeling because you're like... You know, you know when you hit that point of I, you just can't push yourself anymore. You've lost so much speed mm-hmm. that you actually just can't get any further. It's the worst feeling. And then you just fall. You have to bail before <laughs> you fall over and look like a complete dog, dude. Have you watched? Have you watched cycling races? Uh, no. Never. I don't watch cycling. Well, m- my brother did the cycling thing for quite a while, so I've watched it. And I've seen people who don't want to admit defeat. And then they just look like complete dogs as they fall <laughs> over sideways, just lying there. 
<laughs> like they don't catch themselves. No, they don't. They just Touch like because they don't want to. They don't want to give up this push. And then you see their leg, and they're trying, and their legs shaking, <laughs> and then they just fall over and just sit there, fetal position, just waiting. Uh, <laughs> ooh, one of our favorite artists. Yes. Anderson Park. Anderson Park. Coming out with a new album already. Six months after the release of of uh, Oxenards. And it's called Ventura. So you know like how on on Malibu it has a balance of like hip hop and R and B. Yeah. So Oxnard was that hip hop focused. Yeah. Now, Is this gonna be a more R and B focus? Because mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed his R and B more, to be yeah. honest. It was it's very like ooh. And plus the the feature with Andre three thousand. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Andre's great, dude. So the first song that they're releasing off this one is called King James. And it's pretty good. I've heard some of it. I have not heard it at all. Here we go. King James. feel the same um i don't want to say feeling i want a different word but you you still feel the same ambience of malibu Mm -hmm. but you've definitely got the more mature matured sound coming through from oxnard Mm -hmm. in it and it's really good it's It's like oh and i I like that change there in the middle yeah yo and these uh oxnard and this was actually recorded at the same time yeah that's nuts dude so it it does have that sort of still feeling of Malibu because that's also yeah. recorded at the same time. Do you think this is meant to be like effectively just one big album, the two of them because they're recorded at the same time, probably with the same thoughts in mind? So do you think it's because because this is obviously still within that um, Mac Miller grieving period because mm. it's all at the same time. So do you think that's going to come through and it's going to still become one big? thought train between the two albums hopefully that'd be amazing i think i think it should well i would hope so because that'll work out really nicely because mm. maybe it's like another side to the story of what was happening in oxnard because oxnard had the had a very specific view from one point especially mm. with a lot of the more political songs so mm. i wonder if it's maybe gonna could 
my, what I'm thinking, what I'm envisioning is six summers. You know how the first half was one way and the second half was the other mm-hmm. way? I'm imagining this album being the second half of six summers. If you know what I mean. Yeah. It's going to be that more laid back. The, because it's R&B, the, his soul music. It's, it's going to be a lot more of the laid back. You know what? If it's going to happen, let it happen. Mm-hmm. Go with it kind of thing. What the? How is it already 20 past three? I have no idea, my man. How? Bro, that's fast. I checked earlier and it was 18 minutes and I'm like, dude, we just started. What happened? <laughs> and Addison Park's a pretty cool name. Yeah. Where does that come from? It's his name. His full name is like something at Brandon Park Anderson. I think so. Brandon Park Anderson. Like Park as in? Like Park. Spelled like that. Yeah. Okay. So it's just like Anderson Park. Yeah. Like there's some really cool rap names, and like you were speaking one of the episodes, yeah, yeah. coming up with a name. Yeah, have you gotten anything? Um, I want to hear yours first because I know yours I, will be more intelligent. No, I honestly couldn't come up <clears throat> with one because like everything that I would like is taken. <clears throat> like most death, that's a pretty cool name. Yeah, I love that name. Charles Gambino taken. Um, but I think I really like Gambino because of what he associate, what he's done. So now yeah. it's associated with that. It kind of makes sense. I remember I had a I got one of those Wu Tang generators after you told me that story. And again, what did it give me? You could do it again, Greg. No, 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 no. I'll remember because I liked this one. I don't think I'd use it, but I kind of liked it. I think it was like part time nemesis or something. <laughs> no, not nemesis. Uh, menace. Part time menace. I kind of liked that. That was pretty like, cool. I don't know if I'd use that though. I think mine is like irate <laughs> overlord or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I've I've thought of I've thought of a name. I don't know if I like it. That much, I definitely. It's very true to me. Give Give me some of your favorite rap names. Some of my favorite rap names of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, Earl Sweatshirt. I've always loved. That's a cool one. Yeah. Um, Matt Martians. I like. I quite like that one. Get. Let's find another one. Danny Brown's kind of meh. Yeah. Um. It's, it sounds like. Like. Like a big name, though. Yeah. Vince Staples holds so much that it's hard to dismiss it. Yeah. Even though it may not be the most, like, full name, if you know what I'm I mean. I'm pretty sure that's just his name. Yeah. But it, it holds so much weight at this point that that's why I like it. Um, I have another one, and I can't remember it. Uh, I've lost it, dude. I legit don't remember anymore. Q-tip. Q-tip's kind of cool. Um, like, I like uh, Method Man. Forward. Method Man. Method Man from the from the Wu Tang. So Bro. Method Man, most deaf, childish. Cause that that name alone that was also from the Cosmo Pike. I oh, really like Cosmo. Yeah. Let me just look through the artist names. We got Park. We got Tierra Whack. I like that name. Yeah. Whack. We got Almond Hammer. What I don't understand is, like, a lot of people adapt their own name. I don't think mine is... You can't adapt it into something nice. Like, I think Sam completely trashed that. Like, if I went with anything, I would probably go with Rick, because that's the middle name, Richard. I'd probably turn that into Rick and go somewhere there. But there's a lot of Ricks, you know. you got Rick Asley, Rick Ross. Rick Rick. Ross. <laughs> Ricky Rick. <laughs> we got ASAP Rocky. That's a cool one. I love that one, yeah. Rocky. Rip yams, dude. Someone was someone made a joke about yams, not about him, but about you know the the act, like mm. an actual yam, and I was like, rip yams. <laughs> <laughs> Blood orange. 
I like that, yeah. The Brockhampton. That's a cool one. I know. Is that their street names were that good? Doc Dre is kind of cool. Yeah. That's an awesome one. And Denzel Curry, but that's Denzel just his Curry. name too. Is that legit his actual name? I'm pretty sure that's just Damn. his name. That's a legit name, man. <laughs> Denzel Curry. Okay. I want to take a break. Play some, some Prince. Because I've, I've been appreciating Prince this week. Yeah. I'll tell you Prince why. Prince Appreciation Week. Maybe. Maybe. Here we go. This one's... You're going to recognize it if you know Prince. Oh, yeah. Bruh. <laughs> of the weird dreams yeah uh weird dreams i have them every now and then they're weird i'll tell you that much <laughs> i don't last night all two and a half hours of my sleep was filled with um how do i describe this it, it def- definitely like major stylistic changes <laughs> so <laughs> like oh, I, i'm dreaming I'm, ha- I'm i'm chilling with my, my big brother and he's like yo sam you need to do something with your hair i'm like cool and then we went, I got my hair done, I had dreads, <laughs> I, I, was, I was a white man rocking uh, dreads, walking like, through the... I'd be okay if they were like a dark color, but blonde dreads? No, 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 they, they were dark dreads, they okay. were dark dreads, yeah. I, I remember, <laughs> I saw myself in third person, dude, legit, I, I was watching myself walk down uh, in third person, it's the weirdest okay, thing. Or, how were they, like Denzel dreads, were they like... They were, they were, they were, they were weird, because like, I still like, it was kind of like, you still, I still like, had the hair, no, I still had like some hair but then there were like dreads on the front and then there were two dreads that went around the back into like i don't know they kind of just connected at the back and did something <laughs> it was weird but i kind of liked it like i kind of dig it but <laughs> i had a weird dream at dirk's house oh my and it was vivid it was vivid i like some parts i thought actually happened in real life yeah because we went like t-shirt shopping okay it jumps around a lot <laughs> it goes from playing with the internet to t-shirt shopping yeah to go into this like huge wooden cabin hotel and then versing this like steel knight <laughs> this crusades knight all very real very possible scenarios <laughs> but it was like a movie idea how how vivid it was dude um, how's about that a movie idea just all in dreams someone's like because people have weird dream sequences like this i know it's not uncommon yeah but like something different to inception uh, I haven't watched Inception, so... It's a good movie. It's a good movie. What would but you like, call that? What? Something like about, about weird dreams. Yeah, dream like, because with something like that, you could have the most entertaining 
parts yeah. of your ideas. But then I'd be afraid that that would turn into like a movie forty three. Yeah. That movie was bad. <laughs> the way they tried to tie everything together. Yeah, I, I, I would. I would, I would much preferred it if they literally just set it up as, we're gonna show you twelve skits enjoying. Mm. Because like the the connecting parts had no relevance whatsoever. Didn't have like a one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That was zero. I'm pretty sure it had one percent. Do they give zero? They should for that one. <laughs> Bro, we, 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 were, we were going to meet the Spartans last night. That is a 2% on Rotten Tomatoes, so... Uh, oh, the movie's bad. <laughs> bro, those those mock movies are just... How do, how much... What's their budget, first of all? Yeah. And how much do they think they're actually going to make with that trash? Because, like, small budgets are yeah, in sm- the millions. Small budget movies actually make quite a bit of money sometimes. Like, Get Out was a tiny budget. That thing... Ooh, four they made point huge something. Four, I think it was like 4.7 million budget. They made over 250 million on, like, the Reap. So... About 4 million. That's still a lot of money. So what do you think? Would you take one of those, like, kind of sketchy parody movies if it was your first one and this could be your step into the industry? Or would you wait for something better? Or would you just like try and like Mm-mm. shimmy your way in by making something, just like brute forcing your own thing onto this? Mm-hmm. I could very well see you doing that and making like psych the the dumb little parody yeah. thing because that's how you get like trapped in the genres. Yeah, just doing dumb shit like those scary movie actors. Some of them, they were lucky to make it out. Yeah, but most of them, not so much. I hate that I kind of find the scary movies a little bit funny. They are funny. They're, they're kind of funny, but they're objectively bad. Yeah. So. But I definitely do like the Jordan Peele thing and get my own little small budget, go to Blomhouse or something. Okay, yeah. And make Blomhouse? Like, that was the that guy that he was talking about get out. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's his name's Jason Blom. Oh, they they, the, they they do the small don't, the production don't, don't, company. They, yeah, like don't Fox. they don't they take the small budget horror mm-hmm. movies is what they normally focus on, yeah. Mm-hmm. They were gonna do like a video game horror I remember I was looking forward to that they scrapped. Mm-hmm. I think it was like, I think it was like Five Nights at Freddy's they were going to do, and then they scrapped that. Did Bandersnatch have something to do with Blom? It very well could have, because it, it fits the bill. Yeah. But, like, definitely. I'd, I'm thinking mm-hmm. that my first movie should be kind of, like, a more of a thriller-based. Yeah. Because there's a lot you could do with that genre that people aren't doing. I could definitely see you doing something like a Reservoir Dogs-esque film as your first. I could definitely see you doing something like that. Mm. High hopes. I can see it, High dude. Hopes. I'm expecting... Okay, but we are expecting your mama to be arriving yesterday. So <laughs> so let's wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, episode 8. We are on Twitter at CarReeceNaidu. Reese with two E's, a C and an E. Call with a K. Call with a K. Always forget that. I am at that underscore sad underscore dad. And we have an email. I didn't forget this time. <laughs> we have an email. Our email is at... Dialing it back at gmail.com. Just please, if you enjoy the episodes, if you have something fun to contribute, just send it there. Memes. Sam's always ready to look <laughs> at those. Build up his database again. Yes, dude. I have no more sad face. <laughs> so, thank you for listening. Just before we wrap up, what are, what are you going to read or watch this week? Um, what we ooh, I actually don't know. Wait, I have a list of things... That are some music I was wanting to get. Mm-hmm. Although I think this week is going to be a lot less listening to music and actually putting forward work to making. 
Because mm. I, I did a lot of writing the past two days. I've had a lot of stuff happening that's really triggering the inspiration button. Mm-hmm. Things that piss me off. That that's that's what hit smash that button a lot. So Pusha T, I was I was gonna Pusha. get Pusha, Pusha T. Yeah, that's what I was wanting to listen to more mm-hmm. this week. So I'm I'm probably just gonna have to do two reading. <laughs> English. I need to read two plays for drama. Oh nice. One's a thick boy. Nice. Um, a doll's house. Okay, I haven't heard of it. And the other one's people are living there. People are living there. Hmm. And. Happy birthday to our friends Irfan and Lunani. Their yes. birthday was this week. So I feel like there was someone else as well. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. So wrapping it up, wrapping it out. See you next week. Cheerio. I really like the song. I listen to more later. Yeah, I should. Like we're uh, we're playing people at Carlos' house. I wish I had a